The readings today are very challenging. As we just heard in the gospel, it's very challenging. It looks like Jesus is taking people away from, his, from, his, from, from, from following him because these things that he's telling these three people, uh, they're not the most uh, encouraging things to say to them. They will stay away. So the first thing that we need to remember is what is Christianity? Why are we here? What are we all Christian? And Christianity, as I have said before, quoting Pope Benedict and Pope Francis, Christianity is not a set of moral rules that we are are supposed to fulfill. It's not primarily the set of moral rules, but Christianity is an encounter. It's the encounter with the person of Jesus Christ. But it's more than that encounter because when we encounter Christ, we are supposed, supposed to follow him. And Jesus is always walking. In his three years of public ministry, he was always walking. He was visiting the villages of, uh, of Galilee. He was going to Jerusalem. He was going to Judea and Galilee, all these places. He was always walking. So Christianity is a way. Christianity is a journey. It's not just something static. It's not just that I get baptized, I'm a Christian, and that's it. No, it's a journey. It's something that we are walking. We are walking with Jesus. And where are we walking to? Where we are going to Jerusalem. As we heard in the gospel, Jesus is going to Jerusalem. And when Jesus tells the disciples, I'm going to Jerusalem to die, that is, some of the disciples say, okay, let's go to Jerusalem to die with him. So we are doing the same. Christianity is a journey to die. But Christianity also has resurrection. Who are we going to die to? To ourselves. We have to give ourselves for other people. We have, we have to give our lives as Jesus gave his life. And in the end, we are going to get eternal life like Jesus who was resurrected. So it is a journey. And in that journey, we will find excuses and we will find obstacles. So we will find three excuses that we find in the gospel today. The first excuse to really follow Jesus today, the first excuse that we might say is that we are always going to have, let me go to this, we want securities. The first excuse to follow Jesus is our own life securities. Because it's very difficult for somebody to, to let go the securities of our lives. You have been working to have a home, to have a, ho uh, a family, to have a car, and to have many things. And then Jesus says, the Son of Man doesn't have a place to stay. The Son of Man doesn't have anything. But he's not talking about poverty, because sometimes we think that, oh, Jesus, the poor man, he's asking us to be poor. In some way, of course, we need to be spiritually poor. But Jesus is saying that this is a journey, so we are going to be moving constantly. We have to go from a place to another, so we cannot remain in one place. That means we cannot get attached to our own securities because those securities will go at any time. So that's the first excuse. All these excuses is, yeah, oh yes, Lord Jesus, I will follow you, but let me do this first. 
Let me have my home, let me have my family, let me have my children. Oh, now I have children, okay. Let me, uh, let me send them to college and then I will follow you and I will, I will get serious about my faith. We always wait and wait. And that's the second, the second excuse is that many times we are waiting for the right time. As I was saying, oh no, my kids are too small. I have to focus on my kids. And then they go to college. Oh no, now my husband, my wife, and now my job, and now, and then you retire, and oh, now it's time for vacation. So there are excuses in life, and waiting for the right time. We want to be very politically correct. We don't want to hurt the feelings of our families. Maybe my family will say this, maybe my friends will get disappointed if I get too much into this thing about faith and religion. What is people going to say about me? Maybe I can wait a little more, Lord, and then I will follow you. Waiting for the right time. The third, the third excuse, it's with the last guy who says, I will follow you, but let me say farewell to my family at home. By the way, all these things that are here in the reading, I have to say like, um, these shows on TV that said, don't do this at home. In what way? It, this is not to take it literally, okay? It's not that, oh, I cannot go to the funeral of my father or my mother, these kind of things, no. So the third excuse that we find in this reading, I will follow you, but let me say farewell to my family at home. And then Jesus says, no one who sets a hand to the plow and looks to what was left behind is fit for the kingdom of God. So the third excuse is the attachment to the past, to the former way of life. When we want to change our lives, when we work so hard to change something that maybe is wrong in my life, maybe it could be a sin, it could be a vice, an addiction, and finally we overcome this thing, many times it's trying to come back. And maybe we will think that, oh, how good was doing this in the past. And we start thinking about the past and our former way of life. And that doesn't let us follow in a radical way to follow Jesus. So that's another excuse, that there are many good things in our former way of life, but Jesus is calling us forward to move on, to move forward. So those are some excuses, three excuses that we can find in this gospel. But in our way, if Christianity is a journey, if it is a way, if there is a road, there must be obstacles on the road. And the first obstacle that we find here is the people from Samaria, the Samaritan village. Not the people of Samaria, but it's an example, of course. So the people of Samaria means that even when you decide, even when you are determined to follow Jesus and to dive deeper into your faith, there will always be obstacles. There will always be somebody who is going to tell you, ah, God doesn't exist. You are waiting your time going to church. Why are you doing this? We could go running or we could go to the park or let's go to the lake. Or why are you in church today at 5 p.m. with this nice weather? We should go and have a barbecue or do something different. Look at those priests. Look at that church. What the heck are you doing there? There will always be 
something, kind of obstacle that is going to try to keep us away from that decision that we have made, that obstacle. And what are we going to do with the obstacle? Well, let's go to the gospel because it's very interesting what is there. James and John saw that the people of Samaria didn't welcome Jesus. So, Lord, do you want us to call down fire from heaven to consume them? Other translations of the Bible of this verse say to destroy them. Ah, so another obstacle that we might have in our personal decision to follow Jesus is fanaticism fundamentalism because if we become fanatics like James and John let's bring fire and destroy these obstacles these people who are telling me don't go to mass you know these kind of things oh Lord do something send fire from heaven destroy them Jesus says that's not the way Jesus didn't call us to destroy people to judge people Jesus calls us to follow him. Those are his only words in the gospel. Follow me. The only fire that we need to ask the Lord for is the fire of the Holy Spirit. And that fire is the fire that might come, that will come, and will transform everything, and will change the hearts of the people. Those who are obstacle to our faith and even our own hearts. So this is the gospel today. It's about discipleship. There are excuses in our way. There are obstacles. But the only thing that Jesus asks from us is, follow me. And if we make the decision to follow him, to go deeper in our faith, to let our faith transform us, he will send his Holy Spirit and he will help us. It's not going to be an easy way is not going to be an easy journey. But we need to have the strength and we need to be courageous and follow him.